Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on CityCast Chicago, it's cold, it's still dark pretty early, and maybe you like me and you're a natural homebody. But as much as we like to brag on summertime shy, the winter is actually a great time to find a new bar, place to dance, or even a late-night restaurant. The person I turn to when I want to know what's happening after, I don't know, 9 o'clock is my favorite night owl, Taylor Faye Nazone, and they're here to talk about some of the best places to enjoy Chicago's nightlife. It's Thursday, February 2nd. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is What Chicago is Talking About. Welcome back to CityCast, Taylor. Hey, thanks for having me back. No, we are excited to have you back. Full disclosure for listeners. Uh, I actually met Taylor out one night uh, at a bar called Easy Does It in Logan Square. Uh, And that night, I realized that Taylor had a better handle on what was going on in Chicago. And as somebody who goes to, you know, tends to stay inside a little bit, um, you know, I I needed someone to help guide me through what are all the options uh, as we get back outside. Uh, So, Taylor, I'm excited to have you here. Yeah, thanks for thanks for having me on. I know you're a homebody, so. <laughs> so how would you grade Chicago's late night scene overall, having gone from everything from, from dive bars to late night diners? I would give Chicago 7.8. A 7 point? I'm going to need you to break that down for me, Keith Lee. Se- a a 7.8. <laughs> I'm giving it a 7.8 because, you know, the hard part is. In the Chicago, winter or overall? In the that's the that's the question. In the winter, I would say in the winter, I'm giving it a seven point eight. Oh, in the summertime, spring is summer. I mean, it's a ten. There's no place better to be in the world than Chicago in July. Are you kidding me? Because the hard part is like Chicago is just not a place where people are really trying to be outside in the winter. They will be, and I'd be outside. There are other people there. The wintertime is a maybe a good time for you to kind of check out the scene with, you know, a, a little less bodies in the room, a little less body mm-hmm. heat in the room. Uh, but by the time we get to late spring, early summer, we back at 10 out of 10 Chicago vibes. Period. And you, you kind of need to have your agenda down because then months going to run fast. Mm-hmm. You need to have all the rooftops booked already ahead of time. Like, you, yeah, period. Mm-hmm. See, that's the reason. If you're wondering why are they doing a best Chicago nightlife episode to start off February, a.k.a. Black History Month, well, it's because you need to get your list together now. Start prepping now. Start get prepping ready now. now. All right, well, let's get into this guy. Say that you've just finished pre-gaming at the crib with the mm-hmm. homies, and y'all may be trying to decide what's the, the first spot you're going to go to. Maybe you want to go do a little dancing. What are a couple options you want to put CityCast listeners on? Okay, so if you want to go dancing... One spot is called uh, Celeste, and so that's in River North. But at Celeste, so Celeste, there are four floors. All of them feature dif- different music. Come it's on, all themed. I like that. It is. So, like, you know, one, one floor is hip-hop. Another floor is, like, pop. And the top, top floor is their most popular floor, which is 
heavily disco themed. Okay. Uh, there are balls everywhere. The floor lights up. Uh, there's always at least like what I would call old heads, just like a early years elderly person, just not interacting with anyone else, just lost in the music all night. Um, and that really sets the tone. Uh, I think the drinks are a little bit pricey, but uh, it's a great place to just let your hair down and go and have a good time. It's cool to see folks like are, who are on like on the different floors, the different things that people are wearing, the different communities that are showing up just for each thing. It definitely makes for more of a mix. Okay. Of a crowd. You got any other spots on your on your dancing list? I mean, Celeste seems like it like it got a little something for everybody. It does. Um, I also want to shout out Hungry Brain and Roscoe Village. I re- went there recently. Uh, Hungry Brain is, Celeste is a huge club. Hungry Brain is a very small dive bar. Um, it has a very large uh, dance floor for for the space. The dance floor is quite large. Uh, it's minority owned. It's a super, super cute place. Um, it's not like, there's nothing about that place that is buttoned up, nothing about that place that is stuffy. And I think when you talk about like wanting to go dancing, like part of, Part of that is like you want to just let loose. You want to be free. And that is one of the places where you, you certainly can do it. Everybody is is super nice. It's a judgment-free zone. Um, and I know during the week they also have like live jazz and piano music. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I really like that place. I've been to Hungry Brain before for a couple of drinks. And it's one of those places where even when people weren't dancing, you still felt comfortable to get up out of how you would describe it, your peeling chair, uh, and still move <laughs> a little bit. And you see me, I'm even in the closet and I got the shoulders moving. <laughs> you got to. You know, from your perspective, you know, we... We the home of stepping. We the home of footworking. When you go out, you know, can Chicago dance? Oh, uh, <laughs> I, you put me in a position. I think it. Uh, a lot of these nightlife recommendations span the city, and I think everybody has their own sort of uh, modes of movement, and I'm not going to critique any of them. I think all of them are valid. Not you being media trained. Or not you being <laughs> media trained. So say people go out, to, right? Say they go out and then maybe not they're not interested in dancing, but they still want to have a good time. Maybe they want a little, like a, just a chiller vibe. What are some spots around the city where people can still get a good drink, have some good conversation, and, and then still get some good music? Right. So we're going to go to the south side. I think one place where if you just want to chill out, you want to listen to some good music, you want to get some strong drinks. Uh, Cookies Cocktail Lounge, that is in Gresham. Uh, That's an old school dive bar on the south side. It's been around for almost 40 years. The staff is like super warm, super kind. The music is good. Sometimes they're free food. Uh, It does cater to a bit of an older crowd, uh, but great, great vibes. And one thing I want to say about Cookies um, you know, one of the great things about having a list that is not only, you know, these four story clubs, but also these neighborhood bars is because those are some of the places in your neighborhood where you're going to see what community in your neighborhood looks like, what long term mm-hmm. relationships. And so you might go in the first couple of times and feel like an outsider. But if you get to know the people there, if you get to know the servers there, you start to see the regulars, you get a better sense of, of your neighborhood's history. Uh, what's another spot you got for people to check out? Uh, Punch House in Pilsen, it's a, and it's in the basement of Talia Hall. Right. Um, Talia Hall, for yeah. people who may not be familiar, is the, the concert venue over in Pilsen. Bunch of different shows, big acts from local acts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Punch House right in the bottom. Uh, uh, like a speakeasy vibe, but also what's their aesthetic? Because they just got a bunch of like fish and mm-hmm. like shipping. It's like kind of got a, a, an old pirates vibe to it. And they got like a, a bookshelf that's like a hideaway private room down there. Yeah, I, I, really unclear. Um, <laughs> and there's sometimes a DJ uh, that is always like, 
playing something interesting, like the EDM version of a Dizzy Gillespie song. I, so I'm not, I'm, I'm not entirely sure what, what, <laughs> what the vibe is, but it's fun and it is chill. I will mm-hmm. say that. And if you st- stick around until midnight, they pass out free shots. Uh, they say uh, a special chant. I cannot remember the exact one it is now. And everybody takes shots together. It's very cute. So whether it's Cookies or Punch House, uh, both of those offer a really kind of dope spot in your neighborhood. Uh, but you got one more spot you want to put people on. I do. Okay, so Lazy Bird and Fulton Market. Um, this is one that I've been to quite a bit. Uh, so this is another kind of speakeasy vibe. I'm clearly a big fan of basements. Uh, this is in the bottom. <laughs> this is in the bottom of the Hoxton. Very, very cute hotel in Fulton Market. Um, and they self-describe themselves as offering prohibition chic decor. It's very dark down there. You go and talk to the host. They they act like they really don't want you there. Um, they don't take reservations, nor do they answer the phone. There's no sales service. It's very just like <laughs> <laughs> you go there and you if, if if there are spots for you, there are spots for you. If not, you'll be turned away, and it is what it is. It's not a place that you necessarily plan your night around. Mm-hmm. It's just like a, it's like a little it's it's a nugget. Like if you could get in. Lucky you. Uh, three nights a week, they have live music. There are over like 50 craft cocktails. They like let you browse it in this beautiful, like luxurious leather bound book. So uh, between the lack of lighting, the unique decor and the unusual mix of people, it's easy to forget where you are. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have a couple of those drinks that are very strong and you look up. It's easy for me to forget that I'm in Chicago. I'm in, like, it's easy to be transported into a different time, for sure. We have to talk about some LGBTQ-friendly spots around the city. There's a lot of crossover here when we're talking late night. Uh, and you got some good picks on your list. What are a couple of them? Okay, so let's start with uh, Club Crave. That's out in Blue Island, so right on the outskirts of the city. Mm-hmm. Southwest uh, side. Southwest side. And so that is a, cle- a queer club. Um, and what I really like about that is, one, there aren't actually a lot of uh, dedicated queer spaces on the South Side. Um, and they offer like lots of activities. So it's not just a place where you can go clubbing. It's also a place where during the week you can go for karaoke. And even on the on the weekends, they have drag shows. They have live shows with exotic dancers. They have bingo. Come um, on. I know. And the staff is like incredibly welcoming and friendly. Uh, it's a great place to, to go for if you want to have a good time, but it's a little more, it's a little more relaxed mm-hmm. than some of the other places on the list. <laughs> I think I just said a lot about myself. You said karaoke, and I was like, okay. You said bingo. I was like, come on. Is that Come on, puzzle night, baby. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you were just born a middle-aged man. You popped out 55 years old. Oh my God. This is who I am. Don't, don't make fun of me. Mm-hmm. Right, so no, no, I'm not. We got Club Crave. <laughs> What's another spot uh, that is, you know, uh, inclusive and and comfortable for the queer community to visit? So we're going to stay on the south side um, and we're going to go with Small World Collective. And so Small World Collective uh, travels around the city. Currently, they're holding events in High Park at at Promontory. Um, And the parties that they host once a month, it's a space for all queer people. But there's a particular focus on black, queer and gender marginalized folks. Um, And what I really, really appreciate about them is that um, they really lean into their values. And so, like, they make sure that everyone who is coming feels safe and supported. And they don't just say that. And so they do things like still asking for proof of vaccination and a negative COVID test for entry, which no one, especially when you look at nightlife, nobody was doing that. And they always make sure that their spaces are ADA 
accessible. And so if you are disabled, physically disabled in any way, they make sure that not only are the spaces accessible to you, they also have directions. Again, that can be found um, on their website, on their Instagram, or you could call them and they will walk you through how to access the space. And so, uh, and besides that, right, like all of that is beautiful. The parties are lit. Like the parties are mad fun. Any other place on your list that are LGBTQ friendly spots? We're going to go north now, right? We've been on the south side. And so we're going to go up to Nobody's Darling. So that is in Andersonville. Um, and they're fairly new. They opened in 2021. Um, and Nobody's Darling is a lesbian bar uh, that's queer and black woman owned. And what I really appreciate about this space is that it's one of the only nightlife spaces in the country for for queer women. I think you you, you were uh, telling me about this not too long ago. How many like lesbian black lesbian owned bars are there? Black lesbian bars, I don't know. Like that number has to be. I know just across the country, it's less than 25 lesbian bars in general. There's this organization called um, the the Lesbian Project that really works to empower folks who are trying to open lesbian bars around the country. Um, and they talk about in, on, on their website how in, in 1980, there were about 200 lesbian bars in, in the United States. And now um, they're less than 25. And so... Um, it's a great spot. Uh, it is. It also was nominated for a James Beard Award for the best bar program in the country. Uh, it is a really intimate space. It's very gay. It's wonderfully gay. Um, and the place is named after this Alice Walker poem called Be Nobody's Darling. All right. So we have been out dancing. We didn't go and got a couple of chill drinks in somebody's basement. At this point in the night... We probably need to eat some, right? We hungry. <laughs> we hungry. So what are some of your favorite late night spots uh, to, to get something quick? All right. So let's go west side. Oh, although, well, people, I, I, I don't know. Maybe that's a controversial. Humble Park. That's west. That's, that's west. Come on. It's not, it's not west. It's not out west, but it's west. I lived in Austin, though, so, you know. You lived in Oak Park. Okay. I lived on the Oak Park and Austin border. <laughs> All right, so you headed <laughs> west from Lake Michigan <laughs> towards west. Humble Park. And we're going to go to Humble Park, and we're going to go to Taqueria Wintiton. And so this is a tiny little hole in the wall that's open until 2 a.m. And what I love about this place is, first of all, the food is always fresh. The portions are large. Uh, but in particular, for all my folks out there that are like vegetarian, pescatarian, this is a spot where you can actually eat, right? Like most of the times when I go out uh, to late night spots in particular, uh, if I ask them if they have like any vegetarian, pescatarian options, usually they just, they point me outside. And they're like, there's, <laughs> there's grass, right? Like, what are you talking about? So this is the place where they actually have options for you. Uh, and so they have... You know, fish tacos, they have vegetarian tacos that are more than just like beans and lettuce. So that that is a place that in particular, too, for like all my non-meat eaters, that's a spot where you could actually eat. Come on. Moving from uh, the taqueria, what's another spot that you got to stop by? Okay, so now we're going to go to South Loop. Um, and I have to shout out White Palace Grill. They are the OGs. They, like, you know, seriously. White Palace Grill. So they've been open since 1939. Uh, and currently today, they're open 24 hours a day and 365 days a year. Uh, and, you know, Chicago doesn't have a Waffle House. I got a lot of family down south. We do not have Waffle Houses. And this is the closest that you will get to a Waffle House. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in traditional diner style, the, the menu is 
overwhelmingly extensive. Um, and you have the luxury of ordering anything from like a ribeye to a Polish to an omelet to whatever you want. Uh, but what is unique about White Palace Grill is that they deliver. And like, not just that they deliver, but I have yet to order White Palace Grill and be outside of their delivery <laughs> radius. Like, so if And you were in Hyde like, Park now. You was in Austin-ish. I- <laughs> You'd have been in Hyde Park. You'd have been in Austin. You'd have been in Beverly. And they still pulling up on you. They still pull up. I mean, I have... And so if it's like 5.45 a.m., 6 a.m., and you like, I really want a chili cheese dog, if you are anywhere in between like Kenwood to Wrigleyville, you will still... You, they will bring it to you. <laughs> they will. I really appreciate that. They saved me many a nights. Uh, for sure. So from a small hole-in-the-wall taqueria in Humble Park that will take care of you to White Palace Grill that got you 24-7-365, uh, we got some options... But I know there's a a place real close to your heart, a favorite spot of yours that's open pretty late. Uh, What spot is that? That is Chi Cafe. Come on, in (laughs) Chinatown. This is in Chinatown. Uh, They're open until 2 a.m. And this spot is just... So I will say, um, Chicago, I'm not going to say that we don't have diners. We, We do. We do. But I think that we are lacking quality late night diners. Uh, but China, Chi, Cha, Chi Cafe in Chinatown is one of those places. I mean, their menu, again, like many diners, is extensive. Uh, it's focused on just Chinese food. But uh, they also have boba, teas, smoothies. Um, the food is hearty. It's inexpensive. Mm-hmm. It comes out fast. You're not going to be waiting a long time. And it's usually pretty busy like it's a pretty spot, popular spot so if you pull up midnight 1 a.m you'll probably have to wait uh so i think like if that is a place that you really want to go because the food is good like some of these places um like white palace grill the food is is good for for the situation right like you're a little hungover you're exhausted you're starving but chi cafe legitimately has really really good food the mango shrimp go up what I'm saying. So I think the best time to go really is like between like 11 p.m. and 1 a.m. like on a weeknight, you know. I think I've, I've had some of my most profound revelations over sweet and shower shrimp at 1 a.m. on a Tuesday night. So I recommend it. Uh, most of the spots that we've talked about thus far, you know, are open till about 2 a.m., which is, you know, is already pushing it for me. I'm I'm a night owl, but I'm a night owl in the crib. Mm. But Chicago has a few spots, not as many as we used to, but a few spots that's pushing it to about 4 a.m. You know, if you want to go to an after-after party, what's a couple spots that people might want to check out? Okay, so after-after parties, yeah, not that many. And especially, I mean, again, because of the pandemic, places are closing earlier and earlier. So it's really hard to find places that open till 4 or 5 a.m. So there are still a few places that you can go. So we're going to go back up north to North Halstead um, to a place called Hydrate. And so this is a gay club that is open until 5 a.m. on Saturdays and then 4 a.m. most other days. It's not just like a late night spot on the weekend. You could go whenever you want and be up there till 4 a.m. <laughs> uh, and that's known for being a late night destination and for having fire DJs. And so because it's known for being a late night destination, that's a place that it's not until like 2, 3 o'clock that it really gets popping. Uh, but the drinks are dirt cheap. Uh, and strong. The energy is always up. And depending what night you go, you may catch some go-go dancers or a drag show. That's definitely a place that you can go expecting to get drunk and dance. Like I already said, I am a night owl. So can you tell us a little Mm -hmm. bit about the owl? 
Okay, so we're going to go down to Logan Square to The Owl. This is a dive bar open from 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. on Saturday and basically 4 a.m. the rest of the week. The Owl really does remind me of like my favorite college dive bar. So it does make me feel nostalgic. Um, the drinks are super cheap. It's always just kind of moist in there, like like the floors, the bar, the air. It's just a little sticky. Uh, there's terrible sound quality. Like if you're not on the dance floor, you're in another part of the bar, you really can't hear the music at all. Um, and it's usually packed. Uh, but there's craft beer on tap. There's a jukebox. There's a sizable dance floor. Um, and usually the tamale man is waiting for you outside. From WBEZ's audience team, their digital audience engagement manager, Taylor Faye-Nazon, thank you for coming back to CityCast Chicago. We'll talk to you next time. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for having me. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. City Council blocked a vote on the city's 15-year agreement with utility giant ComEd, sending it down to committee. They also officially approved the $150 million rail yard expansion at Inglewood. The city announced $5 million for preservation efforts for High Park's Promontory Point and the iconic limestone steps. Just recently, it was given preliminary landmark status. Concession workers at the United Center could walk out at any time after 98% of the workers voted this week to strike. Workers are pushing for more access to health care benefits. There's some good news to get you through. Today's comes from Chalk B. Chicago's Bureau Chief Becky VV. My good news for the day is this incredible story about a teacher at Sen High School in Chicago, a music teacher, choir teacher, who is once again nominated for a Grammy for Grammy Educator of the Year. And one more piece of good news is a birthday shout out to our producer, Simone Alisea. Uh, seriously, CityCast would not be what it is if you were not the first person hired almost two years ago. Uh, thank you so much. We appreciate you for listening. Vote for CityCast Chicago is the best podcast and the best newsletter as part of Chicago Reader's Best of 2022 list. I'm going to be here tomorrow breaking down the news with Ariane Nettles and Heidi Stevens. I hope you'll join us. Peace. You're the first guest to roast me in the middle of the interview. <laughs> like, most people just give me a little chuckle and keep it pushing. It's a compliment. You're an old soul. I, I appreciate it. But that's a completely different phrase that you was born a middle-aged man. It's, it was it's saying the same thing.